They can't take the mark. And Essendon are going to survive the biggest of scares. Hard in mouth stuff. And they keep their finals hopes alive by the barest of margins. Hello and welcome to Thursday Lines. I'm your host for today, Nikki. Thursday Lines is proudly brought to you by Little Birdie TV, punting form, the Comics Lounge and topsport.com.au. We've got MG in the studio with me today. MG, how are you? Hey, Nikki, we're just uh, flying solo today. I know, we're you man, and I. We're a man down. <laughs> Top rope's been subbed out of the game early, so he's uh, he's got some travelling to do, so maybe in his private jet, I'm not sure, but uh, unable today, so we've uh, we've subbed him out. It's okay, you and I, we're going to have a good chat for the next hour. It's going to be great. We'll hopefully not an hour of Borco will start cracking the whip. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we'll see how we go with the NRL uh, run-throughs anyway. We've got, we've, got, we've got some information from Top Rope, so if it does go badly for the week after, we'll just blame that it's all his information. All his info, but finally I'm going to be able to say something that'll be great. Yeah. I love watching the NRL, you know this. Yes. I never get a chance to speak. <laughs> oh, that's, that's not entirely true. <laughs> oh. Now, let's have a quick recap of some AFL news because it was a crazy week last weekend. I couldn't believe what I was seeing, um, especially Collingwood losing. Um, I did not see that coming. I think you're pretty happy when Collingwood loses an Essendon supporter, aren't you? <laughs> I don't want to talk about Essendon. Uh, One point to West Coast, that is absolutely diabolical. Yeah, it was, um, yeah, the um, top two teams have lost yeah. and uh, Collingwood lost two in a row and Port have lost four <laughs> in a row. So, <laughs> yeah, it's... Uh, they haven't fallen out of the top four and they and they won't, but yep. uh, yeah, just a bit of a shake-up going there. So yeah, big upset, Collingwood losing, maybe, uh, as we were talking before the show, maybe just tuned out mentally a bit and maybe in preparation for a big game against Geelong Friday night, which we will discuss shortly. But um, yeah, Port Adelaide uh, obviously uh, losing against uh, Geelong and they've got a big game this week, mm. which we'll also discuss later against GWS. Mm. It's interesting because I think now if you look at the premiership prices, and we'll touch on that a bit, um, and you have a look at uh, Dacos as well, just what's happening in the markets. It's interesting because um, obviously the AFL couldn't have timed this better for what's going to happen in the next three rounds we've got to go. Like absolutely amazing watching and, you know, every team's got a battle for where they want probably outside of Collingwood. Yeah, so we probably got uh, started probably more or less yeah. last week. with the uh, probably had four or five finals or mm-hmm. direct results and this week we've probably only got one game legitimately that doesn't have any yeah. impact going forward. So there's, um, yeah, there's outcomes and good watching for everyone so oh, yeah. the supporters are certainly getting a, a terrific run for their uh, value for their money and also the uh, the tv ratings would be extraordinary just because uh you're yeah, basically getting a couple of extra weeks of uh of finals so it's great oh, it's fantastic for the afl they need some positive news to finish their year because it's not been fact. amazing for them oh now what has he given us for some nrl news other than the reps because he he obviously the refs and the umps, <laughs> they've got to go in the NRL. Is yeah. Well, we, we try not to uh, we try not to umpire bash because you know we understand both days of the mm. game. It's hard to get new yep. umpires coming in and all that kind of stuff. And I'm not sure who's having the worst year. The uh, the NRL uh, referees and the bunker. It, it just seems weekly now that they um, just error after error. I'm not sure. Yeah, where they go from this, they've got some issues in the AFL, obviously, continue. I, I just think, uh, yeah, there's more um, average to ordinary umpired games in the AFL than than, than good. Um, and it just shows how, I guess, how difficult the game is, but they certainly don't help themselves. And, you know, the, I think that the game that you were talking about, the Essendon West Coast, mm-hmm. there was some... Uh, there were some controversial decisions where, you know, it probably doesn't impact West Coast too much, but if it went the other way in Essendon, who were fighting for a spot in the eight, if it was the decisions the other way, uh, where Redmond went back on Oscar Allen and, and chopped the arms and stuff like that, if that was, you know, right for Essendon and cost them a, potentially a spot in the final, then everyone would be up in arms about it. So mm. 
it's uh yes, it's difficult. It's not a great look on the game, but yeah, I don't. That needs some kind of overhaul. I think in both sports, you know, I know they do review and check them and stuff going forward, but um, you know, there's a, there's a it's an ongoing thing. There's a lot of work to be done for it. Yeah, I agree, and I think probably one of the top concerns for both codes is obviously any concussion. Um, any potential, you know, obviously the AFL, that's just starting for them now with any potential fallout from and legal issues that they've got going forward. But the NRL have been dealing that with that for a little bit. And um, and I think perhaps they're too reactive and they're, they're, they're stopping the flow of the game in both codes a little bit too much. And I think that's where the, the players are like, well, hang on, what can we do? What can't we do? The coaches are unsure. And if you're changing the rules all the time, and, and I think most importantly for NRL, they stop the flow of that game and then you've got players going, well, hang on, like one week, mm. you know, it's a dangerous tackle. The next week it's not, depending on which team you're playing, which ref you've got, and you've got bunkers looking at, um, you know, on-field decisions yeah. and they're getting that wrong. Yeah. And your commentators are going, well, hang on, that's not right. Yeah. And it's like, well, how does the bunker get it wrong? Because if you're clearly seeing it, uh, and that's what I think, you know, perhaps in the NRL they've got to go through that and have a look and maybe, um, maybe there needs to be, a little bit of revision with the on-field reps as well and just being like, well, hang on, like how did you get that wrong? Like let's review this yeah. and let's make sure we don't see it wrong because it, you may not see 100% of what the, the on-field vision, like they're only human, we don't see everything, but that's their job and obviously you've got to be open to some criticism and wanting to develop and, and get that right next time because otherwise you just get the general public going, what's happening here? Shall we get into some scores from round 21? Let's do it. All right, here we go. Okay, so we uh, we started off uh, on the Friday night. Mm -hmm. The Bulldogs, uh, very good game. This I really enjoyed uh, watching it. The replay was good to watch as well. Um, Bulldogs, uh, high, obviously a high scoring game. The Bulldogs, uh, unbelievable first quarter. One of the best first quarters of uh, the year. It was fifty seven to thirteen and over by quarter time. But Richmond never went away. Uh, highly entertaining game. Your Bombers, not mm. such a great standing game, but it was a close finish, so it always uh, entertains fans to the end, and both both teams had a chance in the last two minutes to win the game. Essendon come out by a point there. Adelaide did the job again at home. They're uh, night and day from their form, home or away, and probably same with Gold Coast. Disappointing trip uh, ends their season going into Adelaide, losing by uh, 28 points there. Hawthorne in the upset of the mm -hmm. week. Uh, got the job done against Collingwood. Geez, they played well. Um, really had a game plan against Collingwood. I know Collingwood had some injuries through the game, but that certainly didn't cost them the uh, cost them the result. So, yeah, Hawthorne are, um, you know, showing small signs, a very inconsistent side, but, yeah, looking forward to see how they go next year. And Geelong, Port Adelaide, very important game for both. As we said, Port Adelaide now lost four in a row, uh, lost mm -hmm. their second spot on the ladder, and Geelong fighting for a final spot. Uh, very important win at home. Rarely lose two in a row. They got the job done, but, again, that game was in the balance late. Another game was... Uh, Highly entertaining, mm -hmm. very good two Saturday night games there. The Battle of the Bridge, uh, Giants were in it for much of the game as well. And Sydney, uh, you know, got an important win, keep their season alive. Uh, so they're going well and the Giants are not out of it. They've won seven out of the last eight. Melbourne get the job done against the Kangaroos after an early scare. Kangaroos led by, yeah. I think it was 33 points, might have been the high point. So uh, Melbourne were under the pump and really uh, played very good football the second half. So they'll be happy with that. Going into a big game against the Blues, mm -hmm. which is we talk about now. But um, we thought this would be a struggle, a low-scoring game. It was that way. Um, St Kilda just not good enough, uh, and Carlton get the job done, seven in a row. So, geez, the Carlton boys, are, the Carlton supports are up and about, as you know. You got twenty coming to <gasps> oh, the restaurant. Oh my god! So, uh, and the last game, um, pretty exciting finish there as oh, well. Yeah. Frio came late. Brisbane had the game under control, get away with an important win to uh, maybe see a top two finish there for Brisbane. So. 
Yeah, unbelievable. It was a really good round of football, uh, entertaining some really close games and some important outcomes for certain mm-hmm. teams. So, yeah, the month of uh, the pre-month of finals has started and it started with a bang. Oh, so exciting. Let's have a look at the bookie wrap. Okay, so what have you got? Seven of nine faves won, three of nine covers, five of nine over totals and five of nine for the home teams. And for the season, that puts us at 66% of faves, 47% of covers, 52% over totals and 50% for the home teams. Yeah, it's a pretty good week for well, it's probably a balanced week actually, because the, the boogies would have got a huge result with Hawthorne yeah. uh with multis and everything like that. But yeah, the punters had a good week of it. As you can see, seven to nine favourites, the covers weren't so high and, and an average scoring week. There were some really high scoring games and there was also some predictable low ones. So yeah, pretty even there in the stats. Okay. Thanks, MG. All right, let's get to some NRL results. I'm going to read them out. Here we go. The Roosters, my boys. We got the job done against the Sea Eagles, just like uh, Top Rope said they would. The Warriors beat the Titans 28 to 18. The Panthers beat the Storm 26 to 6, which is probably, you know, the shock of this, the, the round, I would say, for the Storm. The Broncos, they beat the Cowboys 30 to 14. The Knights beat the Dolphins 30 to 28. The Sharks beat the Rabbitohs 26 to 16. Another shock for the week. And the Eels beat the Dragons 26 to 20. And the Raiders 22 to 18 against the Tigers. So I think there that, um, yeah. You know, like he said, he said the Seagulls were no good at night and that would prove true because who would have thought the Roosters were like at a 22-0, I think they were 22-0 at one point, which is crazy. Yeah, led early. Yeah. And um, and obviously the Rabbitohs, you know, like that's just a little decline for them, which is not great. But um, you No, know. huge upset, the Sharks. Yeah. They were, uh, they were um, not liked in the market at all. They were no well back south and uh, the Sharks just blew them away oh. early. They led 14-0 at halftime. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, huge upset and they've been very inconsistent, but also well, Souths are uh, fighting for their eight spot as well. Yeah, I think, you know, on the back of how the Sharks have gone probably the last six or seven weeks, you'd have to say like you couldn't have seen them beating the Rabbitohs. But as you say, that inconsistency on both teams is probably what's going to really hurt the Rabbitohs because they're the only ones with a team that you would think would be actually, you know, really competitive against um, Penrith in a final series. The bookie wrap. So seven of eight faves won, four of eight covers, two of eight over totals and four of eight for the home teams. And for the season, that puts us at 67% of faves, 47% of covers, 40% over totals, and 56% for the home team. Yeah, so very low scoring. The favourites have been winning. So two factor, uh, two patterns are coming out for the NRL. The favourites have been dominating probably for the last month now. Mm. Um, we get a very good run and just lack of scoring. But uh, it's not so much a lack of scoring. There was only one out of eight last week, two out of eight this week. Uh, so it's very, very much to the unders. But the the prices of average going up. So there's been a lot of totals between like 46 to maybe 50, and we see a few north of 50 this mm-hmm. week. And a lot of totals have just been coming under. So the scoring's not necessarily been that low. It's just that the totals have been pushed up, and that's how the stats have fallen out. So we'll we'll see what this week is because there's I think there's about six yeah. games as well with uh, higher than 45 and a half. So we'll just see if the uh, the under punters or the under yeah. trend continues for this week. Let's go now to our favourite segment, the global wrap. MG, talk to me. The girls, diamonds. Yeah, the dominating. We talked about the women's um, swimming last week. Oh. The the women especially held up uh, in the world champs. And, uh, yeah, we saw this week that the uh, women netball won their 12th uh, World Cup title. Uh, they have all the trophies um, under in their trophy cabinet this year. I thought without knowing, I don't bet netball and I didn't bet in this, but, yeah, someone told me that pre-tournament they were $1.80 to, uh, to win the uh, – Netball World Cup before it started, it seemed uh, luxurious odds, I would have thought, but yeah, oh, yeah. It proved that way. Smashed England in the final. It's always good. Aussies, uh, <laughs> been a constant trend through the middle part of the year, whether it's cricket or netball. Uh, hopefully we get the chance if we, if we have girls, we'll oh, talk yes. about shortly in the soccer, we might meet them in the semi yeah. for the, uh, the women's soccer world cup, but yeah, beating them, uh, 61 to 45, they dominated, um, 
the, the England in the final who did beat him in the group stage. So England came in with a bit of confidence yeah. and it was good to see that the uh, the Aussie women put him away. So, yeah, they showed no mercy. Um, you know, it was tied at halftime. So, you know, the game was in the balance and the Aussies third quarter was um, was was it was extraordinary, really. They just put it to bed. So, and then we were able to coast home. So, yeah, important victory for the uh, for the netballers, and uh, it just shows the Aussie keep punching well above their weights, and the uh, the women are uh, carrying the can at the moment. Oh, well, the Aussie women's sport. I think if you are a young, or if you're a parent and or a young female, and you're thinking about a career in sport, you've got to be so happy with what you're saying, and also just like it's got to give you a lot of um, empowerment too to say that you know if you want a career in sport as a female in Australia, yeah. there are really legitimate avenues, and and you're going to get a lot of exposure and obviously a lot of success. I think it's amazing. Um, I don't have any girls, but, you know, like for friends who do have <laughs> girls, I mean, I think this is wonderful. Really, really good to see. Yeah, and they get good exposure. Show. It yeah, shows amazing. that in whatever sport it is, uh, if it's exciting, they present the right way and you're successful, yeah. um, you'll get the right exposure and everybody starts talking about it. And you can see with the women's soccer that we'll talk about, but, yeah, the netball, um, you know, they've, they've been dominant for, for the best part of decades now. So, yeah, World Cup champs. Amazing. Tennis, because we've got the US Open coming up. So what yeah, about the lead-up yeah, tournaments? Yeah, just to mention, top sports this week, uh, we've got um, uh, the Rogers Cup for the men and Montreal playing mm -hmm. for the women. So they're important lead-ups leading yes. up to the US Open at the end of this month. So all the betting is worth following because, there's, uh, you know, this is one of the important weeks leading up, up to it. So if you're a form judge looking forward to the US Open, unfortunately it's in a tough time zone uh, to watch the games. But, uh, yeah, leading up to the US Open, which we'll uh, talk about in a couple of weeks. It's always a busy time. It's always a busy time. Okay, and the EPL, when does the EPL kick off? This weekend. Yes. Yes, that, yes, that day for all the soccer fans. Since we're all uh, about the soccer at the moment with the Women's yes. World Cup, we thought we'd mention the EPL. So, yeah, it kicks off Saturday. So just a quick one there, all the matches again uh a, a top sport there, but uh, to win the championship, man, you dollar eighty, very Man dominant. Man City sorry. with the hotties. Well, I should, should with the right. Instagram hotties, okay. Man City dollar eighty, <laughs> uh, dominant favourites. Arsenal at four ninety, their second pick yep. out to Liverpool eight fifty. Man U yep. uh, eleven dollars, and then Chelsea at fifteen. So yeah, pretty skinny price there for Man City, but um, they keep winning it, don't they? So I don't know. They look like they've had a lot of fun in their off season. So if you follow any of them on Instagram, you've obviously seen um, Grealish all over Insta, and um, the really tall guy, the you know Eric Harland, Harland. and he's like, you know, they look like they've had a lot of fun. So who knows? Saturday night, here we go. The odds: England a three sixty, Spain four forty, Japan five dollars, France five fifty, Australia eight, Sweden eleven. Oh, sorry, ten. Netherlands 14 and Colombia at 31, the outsiders. But, wow, what a game. Australia v. France on Saturday night. Yeah, so we lost top ropes tip, Germany. Germany. Uh, maybe that's why we haven't seen him. He's, he's got no participation <laughs> in the quarterfinals onwards. But, yeah, you can see there that uh, France do play Australia in the mm. middle of the table there at uh, fourth and fifth pick. Uh, France are going to start first. We'll show those odds in a sec. But, yeah, of the uh, – well, there we go um, – Australia are 345, so they're decent outsiders against France. This will be on Saturday night at 5 o'clock, so um, straight after the races, I guess, we're going to have to oh, tune into this. And the draw is 320, so, yeah, I imagine all of Australia will be watching oh, this. Yeah. They got their work cut out for them, but they did beat them in a, in a friendly when France first touched down, and I think there's no form that come out of that match. Um, it's what they are going forward. Sam Kerr, you would imagine, would start in this mm -hmm. match. Um, but, yeah, I, I think it's pretty even, uh, not for the betting. The money's been for France for sure. Yep. Um, but, yeah, all of Australia will be behind them. And uh, as I said, if they can get this victory, then um, England are pretty solid favourites to beat Colombia in their in their quarter. Um, they might meet in the semifinals, which will be 
you know, extraordinary for ratings, TV, the whole country getting hurt. But before that, we've got to get through France. So, yeah, Saturday night. So the other two, just to make mention, the, the other two quarterfinals start on the Friday. So they go back to back to back on that day and then were the third match and then England follow on the on the Saturday night for anyone who's following the, that and wants to partake in a wager. Absolutely. All those bettings are at topsport.com.au. Okay, and right now it is time for Thursday Lines, proudly brought to you by topsport.com.au. Family owned and operated for over 35 years. Bet with your book you can trust. Bet with Topsport. Okay, let's get to some AFL premiership prices because we have had some market movers. Yeah, so Collingwood have uh, drifted a little out to $3.20. Melbourne have come in, which is good news because we... uh, Backed them at five. I saw the tip. Yes, we did decide to back them last week and everything had gone well for the whole weekend until Petty went and injured himself and uh, he is now out for the season. So it's a bit of a loss, but they're shaping out. So Melbourne, if they win out, they've got to beat Carlton this week, Mm -hmm. uh, $3.90 from $5. So we got our chips in and hopefully they can finish second. Uh, the same for Brisbane out to $6 and Port of the Drifters there out yeah. to $7 because they're obviously look like they're going to have to come to the MCG and play now. Carlton. $9? Uh, That's yeah, ridiculous. well, they've just got groundswell support, one seven in a row uh, into $9. You know, they, they are fifth on the ladder at the moment, so in terms of how it shapes up. Mm-hmm. Uh, Geelong still not guaranteed to play, but obviously they're the danger. Bulldogs, I think. You know, from the bottom half um, with form, they've got the, the they've got the capabilities. Obviously, yeah. a Melbourne based team as well. Mm-hmm. And if they're going to fight hard into prelim week and maybe a grand final, they're not the worst bet um, at value. Giants have been up for a long time, and Sydney they're going to have to win away to yeah. go forward. So from the bottom half, Bulldogs is probably the value. But yeah, pretty happy to have the chips in on uh, on Melbourne and Brisbane. We obviously backed uh, preseason, so we're still cheering them. <laughs> of course, I love it cheer. Okay, now how did you go for last week? Oh, you did. Look at you, 14.5%. Yeah, it was a grinding week. I uh, didn't find too many bets. Um, um, yeah, three or five got the got the win there. So, yeah, very small. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, continues on. So, yeah, just over 8% for the POT at this stage. But, uh, yeah, I'm, uh, I've already liked this week a little. So I've yeah, seen it. It keeps rolling on, you know. <laughs> so um, I've struggled to find a few bets in the last two weeks. But, yeah, this week it's uh, there should be plenty of action. So, yeah. Uh, you know, we've had some markets move. They've gone our way as they uh, as they generally do, especially when we punt early. So, yeah, looking forward to a uh, positive week again this week. Got to get the stings. Okay, now let's have a look at the premiership prices for the NRL. So the Penrith Panthers are two twenty five. Not much change there. The Broncos three eighty. Melbourne Storm eight dollars. The Warriors ten. Rabbitohs twelve. North Queensland twenty one. Cronulla forty one. Newcastle forty one. And Parramatta forty one. Come on, you got to be on the Broncos. Me or the Warriors are third on the ladder now, oh, so yeah. um, they've 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 obviously come in. Yeah. Um, top row keeps saying how under Souths are um, sitting eighth on the ladder mm. at the twelve dollars, and the Cowboys had the buy, uh, so they're held at twenty one. But yeah, Storm have probably come out a bit, but and 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 your Broncos. I uh, I really think <laughs> the way that the Broncos have played this year, I think everyone wrote them off after last year because they had such a good start and then they just fell away. And if you think about how many players they've got that play rep footy as well, and you take that into account, but they're so young and they're so good. And all you have to do is look at Reese Walsh and what he did last mm. week. And, you know, like when they play at home, they're so hard to beat. But when they go on the road and they win well, that's what people don't expect. They just don't expect them to play that well yeah. on the road. And I, think I think they're 10 and 1 on the road oh, this year. Yeah. I stand corrected if that stats yeah, wrong, but I'm not. pretty sure they've only lost one on the yeah. road this year. So. Well, generally they're not that good. That's the thing, though. But they are like what a team right. to watch, and they are amazing. I'm going to let watch. Top Rope know that you've just uh, declared Brisbane Broncos. As I your, just, uh, I just think if they finish where they, if they finish top two, which they should, yep. then they're going to play all their games at home. Yep. And then no one's going to go up to Suncorp and beat them. 
and then I mean, okay, we'll we could we could replay this Penrith in a few weeks, but um, oh, we will be top rope will bring but, it out. But but if that's the case, then all they've got to do is go down to Sydney and play the grand final, yeah, and they'll they've got to beat Penrith. Exactly, I'm not saying they'll, but but I'd rather be on the Broncos than Penrith because nobody. Price. Yeah, exactly. That's fair enough. Hundred percent. Plus, they're better to watch and play. Mm-hmm. All right. So how did he go last week? Oh, look at that. He's posted a nine point three nine percent. Oh, so he got three of six. He had sixteen and a half units bet. Resulted in 1.55. So he sits at 9.39 for the week and just he's still slightly under for the year at nine, minus 9.34, but he's coming home. He's getting that down. Yeah, he went three and three for the mm-hmm. week, showed a small profit because he's bigger, he's more yeah. confident bets won. So that's yeah. how he uh, ended up with a profit. So yeah, top rope uh, uh, getting into it in the last month of the year and then we'll chime into the finals. So make sure you get the uh, GGOE. You need the GGOE. Yeah. Okay, let's get into the first game. Collingwood Geelong, what a game. So we've got Collingwood at $1.80. Geelong is at $2. The line is two and a half over under 165 and a half. Friday night. Yeah, this, yeah, I mean, the scheduling's obviously set up. They've got a lot of games, as we mentioned, mm-hmm. that uh, the very few dead games, a lot of finals. This is one as well. Collingwood have now lost two in a row. So they'll be uh, setting themselves for this game. And Geelong after well, they don't they have to win two out of their last three, but the, they put themselves under pressure having to win their last two if they lost this one. So it's important win for them coming to the MCG Friday night. It'll be a big crowd and oh, be loud and everything huge. like that. So um, stat wise, Geelong have got a pretty good record. Won four out of the last five against Collingwood, so they'll hold no fears of them. Um, and as underdogs, they've covered six of their last seven. So being slight outsiders, it's a pretty strong stat for it. To offset that, Collingwood have uh, 9-2 and two at the MCG this year, so they're dominant at home. It's very hard to go there and beat them. Uh, but the money so far has been all for Geelong. Uh, Collingwood opened minus 5.5 down to 3.5. So uh, if the trend is continuing, I'm not sure it'll get too much better. I think Collingwood might represent value. So if, at this stage, if you're back in Geelong, I'd get him to him early. Collingwood, I'd rather wait for late and get the best price. Um Note that the two teams here, five of the last six have resulted in results uh, under 15.5 points. So they've got a history of a lot of close-scoring games. Uh, it's not really a play for me at the line, but if you're interested in the margin betting, I'd probably play the under 15.5 or safer bets here. Uh, either team under 1 one to 24 might be uh, yeah. your result there. Um, pretty keen on the over here. Um, come up with a number. Uh, they open at 163.5. There was chance of early weather, which is now it looks like it's cleared. So Friday night should be uh, um, good conditions to play. And just recently, even though the history is thirteen and five to the under, and it's a v- pretty low one fifty seven half. So I understand why the market did come out low side. But um, Collingwood six straight over games and Geelong four or five. So pretty keen on the one sixty three. It's moved up to one sixty six. So it is trending in the right direction. I'm not sure it's got too much juice in, uh, to go any higher. But, uh, yeah, I think uh, one point of note, the MCG's nine straight over games now. So, uh, really, it's at a high-scoring venue. And I think, yeah, they'll cover the one mid-160s is a good bet. All right. Thanks, MG. Okay. We're going to preview the first NRL game. So, we've got Manly and Penrith. Manly, 5.75. Penrith, $1.14. The line is 15.5 over under 42.5. And that is tonight at 7.50. Yes. So, I've got uh, Top Rope sent me through some stats. So, mm-hmm. just bear with me here. He actually thinks this is a pretty big line. Um, he sent me through when it was the 18 and a half, and now it has come down to 15 and a half. So the money is for Manly at the big line. Uh, Penrith have uh, won seven straight, and twelve of the uh, last five of those have been by 12 plus. 
And the last two times they've travelled to Manly, they've beaten them by more than 30 points. So <laughs> it's a pretty strong form line for Penrith. Obviously, they've been dominant the last yeah. couple of years, so their stats are always going to be in their favour. Covered five of their last six. Manly with no uh, turbo in their side have only covered three or 14, mm. so against the spread. So stats aren't great there. But Top Rope's really keen on the under here. Uh, he put out the play early. It's come down two points, 44.5 down to 42.5. He just thinks uh, that's the bet. Um, when Manly don't have turbo on it, the under is six out of seven. So um, really think that with Penrith's defense, yeah. Manly probably don't have too many points in them. So, yeah, top rope keen on the under 42 and a half there. The under's there for top rope. Okay, Saturday night, the big, big, big game, Carlton versus Melbourne. Carlton 220, Melbourne $1.65. The line is seven and a half, over under 166 and a half. Yeah, this is probably the match of the round, I'd yeah. say. Um, fifth v second on the ladder. And obviously, yeah, two teams are in hot form. Carlton have won seven in a row. Melbourne have won five in a row. So you can't uh, have too many negatives against either side here. Uh, Carlton in those um, uh, seven wins have had five really good covers as well. They've covered their last seven but covered five really well. Uh, Melbourne have won, have owned Carlton in the head-to-head, one eight straight. Um, so, you know, it's pretty hard to go against Melbourne. The early money did come. It was kind of strange betting. They put up eight and a half. Uh, came down all the way to four, and now it's bounced back to seven. So, um, you know, this it's a great betting match, and I think a lot will come out with teams as well this mm-hmm. week. Carlton have got a lot of uh, injuries out at the moment. They may get um, Setterfield back, and obviously Melbourne are going to be sweating on Oliver whether he plays yeah. or not. So just probably wait for teams. We'll, we'll decide that. Uh, I, I want to go with Melbourne. I, I think I'm on board with them. I like the way they're, they're gunning in towards September, and I, th- I just think right now – no, no pot on Carlton. I just think at the price and with the head-to-head record, um, you know Melbourne have only lost one game in Victoria this year, so they're twelve and one in Victoria. I just think that uh, you know, I, I think Melbourne are the dominant team at the price uh, to go here. But if you like Carlton, I'm not going to talk you out of it. They're uh, one seven <laughs> in a row, and there's too many Carlton supporters that I know that that you know want to talk premierships and all that but yeah, yeah this will be this will be a great test for them so the outcome of this will be huge yeah. um so just hoping uh, melbourne get the job done i think they're a reasonable price okay melbourne this will be a good one i'll text you from the game all right so we're going straight to the next preview the broncos and the eels the broncos are a dollar 28 the eels are 370 the line is 11 and a half and the over under 47 and a half Yes, I know. Listen, you said Top Rope is not a fan of the Broncos. He's been potting them all year for the uh, <laughs> yes. premiership and everything. But he has uh, he's put this out as his bet of the week, actually. Ooh. So, yes, Brisbane at the minus 11.5, he's really keen on. Um, they have uh, covered 12 of their last 18 when scoring off 30, and they've covered four of their last five by 13 plus. So, that obviously covers this line. Parramatta stats aren't good as an underdog, they've only covered three of 14 and only done three of 11 interstate. So mm. top rope is pretty keen on the Broncos, minus 11 and a half. Mm, Broncos, 11 and a half, minus 11 and a half. I'm with him on that one. We'll cheer the boys home. Okay, now we're going straight to Port Adelaide and the GWS. Uh, Saturday, uh, Sunday afternoon, sorry. Port Adelaide, $1.47. The GWS are 260. The line is 14 and a half and the over under 168 and a half. Yeah, good betting match as well. Um, early money's actually is here for the Giants. So Port Adelaide have obviously lost four in a row. So uh, even though it's fourth v eighth on the ladder, the form reading here, Port Adelaide lost four in a row. So they're obviously on a bit of a downward slide. They haven't played too many bad, uh, too many bad matches or outcomes. They've been in a lot of games. They've just run into some good teams. Uh, so not putting them out there, they get a few players back as well. 
And the Giants, obviously, they lost last week. Battle of the Bridge was a tough game, but they were certainly in it. They were coming off a seven-game winning streak, so they have won seven of their last eight. So no pot on them. Going into Adelaide, though, is going to be tough for them. Port Adelaide have won the last three um, head-to-head, so they've got a pretty strong there. And um, Port Adelaide, during day games at Adelaide Oval, amazing stat, they've won 18 of 19. So they're 18 and one day games in Adelaide. That's uh, a fair streak to go against. So um, not a betting game for me. Uh, I think it's pretty evenly balanced. I don't want to go against the Giants. So I think it'll be close enough. So I think the line's about right. And contrasting uh, styles in the total, I probably can't get involved in there either. Port Adelaide being very much an over game, 13-7 this year. Four of their last five have been overs, while the Giants... 11 and 9 on the under, 6 of their last 7 have been under. So they play contrasting styles. So that's why I think it'll be tight finals-like atmosphere. But, yeah, at this stage, I'm just going to keep the powder dry. This will be the game for the round in the NRL. The Storm and the Raiders. The Storm are $1.24. The Raiders, 4 10 This is Sunday afternoon at Amy Stadium. The line is minus 12 and over under 43 and a half. Yeah, I'm not sure if, uh, I don't know, Top Rope sent me through all this information. It seems a bit strange. I don't know if he's punking me, setting me up here for this podcast or <laughs> not reading out the NRL because... He's going against his love child in the NRL, the Storm. He uh, actually uh, he says he loves the Raiders. He said plus twelve is uh, you know is is the play here. Uh, they've won their last two yes. versus Melbourne. They've also won their last five at Amy yeah. Park. So um, and they did knock him out of the finals last yeah. year in in unbelievable um, finish to that game as well. So he says the uh, plus twelve is uh, too big, and he likes the Raiders here at plus twelve. Raider just Raiders stat wise. They've covered 19 of 30 interstate mm. as a dog. And um, when it's been double digits, they've covered eight of te- eight of 10. So yeah. there's some pretty good reading there oh, for yeah. the Raiders if you like the plus 12. But uh, you'll see how that shakes out. If he comes on the podcast next week and says, I didn't like <laughs> Brisbane and I like Storm, if those results go, that'll be interesting. But yeah, the Raiders there at the plus. I think if we um, find this footage from last year, we'll think that he said the same thing for Canberra because they do, they are like the Storm's kryptonite. So um, that should be a good game. And what's fourth is fifth, so it should be good. It is. All right, let's quickly have a look at the last few NRL games. So Cronulla are taking on the Gold Coast. Cronulla $1.29, the Gold Coast three sixty. The line is 10.5 over under 49.5. Yeah, betting all for the Sharks here. They opened 6.5, so uh, the betting's moved up to 10.5. Uh, pretty pretty high total there of 49.5, but obviously Sharks at Shark Park can score. Um, pretty ordinary form lines coming out. We said Sharks are inconsistent two out of three, and the Titans have only won one of our last five. So no play here for uh, for top rope. It's a bit of a watch game. But, yeah, Sharks at Shark Park, hard to beat. All the money for them. Okay, let's go to the next one. So we are the Rabbitohs and the Dragons. Surely this is a must win for the Rabbitohs. Rabbitohs $1.10, St. George $7. The line is 18.5 over under 50.5. Yeah, pretty solid market. They're uh, nineteen and a half down to eighteen and a half. As you can see, pretty high total there. But uh, top rope likes the over in this game, uh, over fifty and a half for the Rabbitohs. Um, you know, the, he's going to leave the line alone, the line side of it alone. Uh, both teams one and three being pretty inconsistent, pretty ordinary. But uh, the defense is leaked, so he thinks there'll be plenty of points in this game, over fifty and a half. Got the overs there. All right, let's go. The West Tigers and the Warriors. West Tigers, 5'10". The Warriors are $1.17. The line is 15.5 over under 46.5. Yeah, big line for um, an away team. The Warriors coming over to play the war- uh, the Tigers. Sorry, Top rope likes the plus here. Tigers plus 15.5 at home, even though they've <laughs> lost their last five. And the Warriors have won four straight. He just thinks the line's too big, and he's going to go with the Tigers at the plus. Tigers at the plus there. Okay, 
Let's go to the Roosters and the Dolphins. The Roosters, $1.30. The Dolphins, $3.50. The line is 10 and a half and the over under 47 and a half. Yes, likes the outsider as well. Fins up. Mm. OB's favourite or second favourite NRL team. <laughs> Hello to OB. Plus 10 and a half for the Roosters here for top rope. Um, don't have any stats to back that up, but uh, Roosters aren't going great. They no. obviously got the win last week, but yeah, he just thinks the line's too big. And the Dolphins plus 10 and a half. Dolphins plus 10 and a half there. Okay. Here we go to the Knights and the Bulldogs. The Knights are $1.33, the Bulldogs three thirty. The line is eight and a half and the over under 47 and a half. Yeah, no play in the line. Um, it's been a big move here for the Bulldogs, so top rope might have uh, been betting around, just left us out here. The Knights uh, started at 12 and a half down to eight and a half now, so all the money for the Bulldogs in the betting. Uh, he's got to play here. He likes the under 47 and a half in the total here. So no movement there. So you still get the same price. And so he's going to finish up with a uh, low scoring game with the Knights. Okay. The under's there for top rope. Okay. Shall we quickly preview the last few AFL games? Mm -hmm. Let's go. North Melbourne and the Bombers. North Melbourne, 3.55. The Bombers, $1.28. The line is 23 and a half and the over under 171 and a half. Yeah, a bit of money for the Bombers. Uh, it's just moved up a point in places. Uh, the total's pretty solid. Uh, Essendon own the Kangaroos currently on a nine-game winning streak head-to-head, -head, so they've covered nine of the last 11. So um, the Battle of the West, I think they call out, their neighbours out in that side of Melbourne. Um, yeah, so Essendon, uh, they did beat them in round six by only six points in a shootout. They scored 204 points as a total. So um, the total of 170 up to 171.5 in the Dome. I think there might be plenty of scoring in this game. But, yeah, I'm going to stay out of a line and I'm going to stay out of the total, but they do have a high average. So I'd expect points. So if you want to see a good match with high scoring, I think North Melbourne will play open footy and Essendon going to win. They do have to win. You're right, MG. Okay. The Swans are taking on the Gold Coast. The Swans are $1.32. The Gold Coast is three twenty-five. The line is 20 and a half and the over under one sixty-six and a half. Yeah, Gold Coast with their loss last week ends their season. They were never realistically going to chance to make the finals, losing their coach and everything like that. Sydney, on the other hand, have come from uh, from nowhere really. They've won four straight now. Um, they did uh, beat up on the Gold Coast early in the year round one. They beat them by 49 points in a pretty open game. So... I expect uh, Sydney to roll on. They've got a dominant head-to-head -head record, 10-4 and four against Gold Coast, and the home team between those two teams are 10 out of 11. So all those stats in, I think uh, Sydney will get the job. I think the price is about right. It's jumped up from 19 to 22, so the market supports with Sydney here, and I think it'll just be one way, and Sydney will get the job done. Okay. Let's go straight to, what have we got? Brisbane and Adelaide. Brisbane, $1.33. The Crows at three twenty-five. The line is 21.5, and, and the over under 176.5. Yeah, but... Pretty easy game here. I think um, I'm going to go with Brisbane, even though the line's fairly high at 21.5. No real movement in it. It's pretty solid. But just the stats here, Brisbane have been undefeated at home this year. They're 9-0. I think they're on a 10-game 10, 10 winning streak at the Gabba. So teams just don't go there to uh, to win. And Adelaide have been terrible on the road this year. They've only won 1-7 one one or 1 out of 8. So just those two stats alone, just think that uh, I just don't see how Adelaide can realistically go there. And at the line, I'm surprised it actually has an edge towards Brisbane. So, yeah, I think uh, it's probably a goal short. So if I was betting, I'd be backing the Brisbane. The total is on the way up as well. I can't play it. It's high now at 176, but there'll be plenty of points uh, in this game. So, yeah, Brisbane to cover. Brisbane to cover there for MG. Okay. West Coast is taking on Frio, the Battle of the West. The Eagles are 460. The Dockers are 118. The line is 28.5 over under 167.5. Yeah, Derby with no consequence. Mm. Both teams are done and dusted. Uh 
yeah, can't. I'm just going to leave this game. I, 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 the money is for Frio. Frio's from 24 to 28, which is fair enough. Uh, West Coast have lost 17 of their last 18. Uh, they have their record has improved the last probably six weeks. They've covered five of the last six. So just be wary that West Coast may put in. Dockers have got really little to play for. They've won their last four in the Derby, yep. so I'd expect them to win. But yeah, there's better better options to bet this week for mine. Of course there are. Let's go to the next game. <laughs> Hawthorne, Western Bulldogs. Hawthorne, 260. The Western Bulldogs are $1.48. The line is 13.5 and, and the over under 169.5. Yeah, keen to bet both ways in this game. Um, yeah, the, the, Bull, the Bulldogs I'm keen on. Uh, the market's starting to trend towards them. Uh, I know the game's in Tassie. Uh, but, yeah, I just think Hawthorne, even though they beat Collingwood last week, I think they might have got themselves up for that game, MCG. They've been pretty inconsistent this year in putting back-to-backs. So they've only won six games for the year. So... I just think the Bulldogs, um, head-to-head, they've won three straight against Hawthorne. They'll hold no fears going down there. They uh, beat them quite convincingly by 29 points earlier in the year. And I just think there'll be points in this game as well. The weather's really cleared. It looks like being a, a good weather day for them down there. And even though the two games this year in, at this venue have been low scoring, I just think there'll be uh, plenty of points and hopefully Bulldogs will be doing most of them. So Bulldogs minus and the total over. You're all over that one. Okay, and then uh, what do we got? Sunday afternoon at Marvel, the Saints are taking on Richmond. St Kilda is $1.78. Richmond, $2. The line is only two and a half and over under one sixty four and a half. Yeah, tough match up here. Mm. I'm not a fan of St Kilda as a side. They're on their way down. They're probably, you know, they've both got to win. I mean, this is, you know, Richmond are probably done. They're, they're going to have to win out and let other sides, um, you know, control their destiny, I guess. But, uh, yeah, <laughs> I, I, Richmond would be a bet in this game, but I just can't bet on Richmond going to the Dome. They, yeah. they just don't like the venue. Um, they're 0-8 and trying to cover at the venue. So, you know, you just can't you just can't go in. And then on the St Kilda side of it, they've only covered one of their last eight. So this is just uh, a match <laughs> I don't want to get involved, involved in. But, uh, yeah, no, I'm not sure it would be a great match to watch either. But, yeah, ends a round off. And obviously, you know, the loser's definitely out. Yes. So it's an elimination final definitely for both. So from that point of view, it will be an exciting game. Thanks, MG. Okay, punters, if you are into your NRL, you need the GGOA and you can get that from $33 a week and the Little Birdie TV shop. And MG, he gets in with the stings early and you need to get them early because you get all over these prizes. And that's only $25 a week in the Little Birdie live TV shop as well. That is a wrap for this week. Thanks for having us. It's been amazing, just MG and I. Uh, we don't know where everyone else is, but we've had a great time. <laughs> follow us on YouTube. Make sure you get download our podcast everywhere you get your good podcasts from. And you can follow us on Insta and Twitter. We are Little Birdie TV. Have a great weekend. Enjoy the watching. See you next week.